Hey guys, it is August 13th, 2020. Welcome to Loose Screws. I am your host, Ty Worsham, and I am tired this week. Um, with me this evening is our resident audio engineer, Commander JN Trax. You on your dinner out there, man? You've been kind of out of contact a little bit, too. I'm back, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's all right. Hey, you know, I, I took a little time off, and then, um, of course, I don't manage my business quite well enough for that time off not to bite me in the butt when I come back. So it was like a r- rampaging scramble as soon as I got back. And uh, But hey, I'm I'm taking a night off and doing a podcast tonight. Let's do it. Good deal. Good deal. Also with this is our community cheese maestro, Commander Chig. You doing, you, you are, you, uh, you eating the cheese there, man? Uh, not at the moment. I could, then I could talk, blah, 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 but I won't do that. Um, I'm doing well. He's like, oh my God, I forgot about cheese. Work is busy. Um, no, I've got, I've got my cheese figured out tonight and I actually ate some earlier. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Same old, same old. I'm tired like you are, though I'm kind of wired. I should have had that cup of coffee a minute ago because I might just talk really fast all night and just feel it absolutely crazy, but I'll try not to do that if that's okay. For those who's not real sure, yes, ah. that is normal speed of podcast. If you listen to this on double speed, <laughs> damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, the giggles back there was uh, uh, Admiral Commander NL Hate. Hey, guys. I'm not going to ask you how you're doing. I know how you're doing. so It's, it's rough. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so we're going to talk about the CQC event here in just a minute because I have I have a rant. Tyler, that's, that's right. True. I know. <laughs> I know. You with a rant? I know. Don't, what? I know. I have. It's, it's a rant. So be prepared. You know, they don't use tritium in CQC. <laughs> Maybe they should, because then it would fucking work. Oh snap! Anyway, oh, God, uh, I said snap. Uh, so one coming up. Yeah, let's try this again. Coming up on uh, August twenty third is the one year anniversary of Loose Screws, but the important date to remember. Is Thursday, August twenty seventh. That is when we are bringing everyone back. All of the big turds will be returning. Dravenos <clears throat> and Chig will be here, and uh, that Thai asshole will be here, and uh, 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 Kai will be here. E- everybody's going to be. Everybody who's had any sort of influence on this show whatsoever is going to be here. Um. Because it's the one year anniversary. Throw a party. Yeah, yeah. It's it's we're gonna sit up here and talk about loose screws and you know it's I don't even know what all we're gonna talk about yet. I'm just excited about it. Um, yeah, but we're gonna do it live. We're gonna stream it live. Everybody who can stream can stream to their own things. Uh, uh, Kai mentioned actually streaming it live over on uh, Elite Week Live at the same time, kind of doing a dual stream. Uh, so yeah, come on over, join us, talk some, talk some smack, and uh, <laughs> um, to go along with that, on the website uh, loosecruzed.com, there is a wonderful little link there that says one year, and on there you can um, leave a message for us for one year. Now, 
you can literally say whatever you want to there. And I've been going through, we've actually got a fair amount of these. I've been going through these. Um, I will not, originally I said I was going to read every single one on the air. <laughs> there's a few, yeah. there's a few that I probably should not read on the air because I'm not sure why y'all still listen to the show. If y'all hate us that much. I mean, damn. Um, but oh, you have to read those ones. Yeah, we're, I'm going to read a few, but the ones that are specifically targeting specific people, I'm not going to read. I think that's just me. So. Uh-oh. Uh, if, Uh-oh. It's, if it targets me, please, please, please read them. Well, I would like to me. be able to read our own hate mail personally. Yes, yes, that would be fun. <laughs> I have this, is the, this is the read main tweets, right? I, I, yes. I want them. I want the hate mail. <laughs> I have to share them with y'all, so... Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll write, I'll I'll uh, I'll share them with y'all when we get there. This I is like a, a bit that they do on Jimmy Kimmel or something, right? Celebrities mean read their mean tweets. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. good stuff. So uh, we've been trying to do Tuesday night events for about three weeks. I guess three weeks now, two weeks now, something like that. Two weeks mine, now, planned. Yeah, the two week. So two weeks ago, we did the mining, the group mining event, which went splendidly well. Very impressed with that. And then a our last Tuesday we did the CQC event, and I'm gonna come back to that. But next Tuesday, <laughs> the 18th, and that's my, um, you're gonna hear my phone probably something out because I'm level two support tonight for the on call. So uh, you might hear my phone, but if that happens, I'll break away and come back. But that was just a friend texting me, probably a dick pic because he thinks it's funny. So. Um, well, he he knows when I'm on the air, so he met he always messages me something funny to try to he give me a sends up, you so. dick pics. Not <laughs> literally. The air? Not literally. He's not he's not that cool. So. Uh, I'll send you one right now. <laughs> it's gonna be a so, rhino. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, so Tuesday the 18th, we're doing a Thargoid bug hunt. We're all going to get together. We're going to go hunt some Thargoids, kill some Thargoids. If you've never killed a Thargoid before, come anyway. Because we will have people running fighters to where you can, uh, like, for instance, I, one of my, the fun things I like to do with uh, uh, Commander Data is run his fighter. And I just go shoot at the damn uh, swarm and then fly away while he actually kills the thing. Yeah, just and kite sh- the swarm. Yeah. And it's just fun. It's just mindless fun to uh, kill these things. If you've never killed a Thargoid, come with us. We will teach you how because it's fun. Yeah, there's been I a lot of chatter you. in Shipbuild's channel about getting pe- people getting their ships ready um, mm-hmm. and getting advice on that. Uh, and like I said, if, if you don't have the stuff unlocked, like the Guardian Goss Cannon and stuff that you would probably need to be successful... Um, you can still be a great help and participate by flying people's fighters. Uh, there probably will be several in the scene, and there's no consequences. You don't lose anything when you blow up somebody's fighter. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's oh, like what three thousand oh no. credits to replace a fighter or something 3, like that. It's credits for a fighter. I lost it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great, the great thing for for you know like beginner players, right? You you don't have the resources to put something together that's going to be Thargoid combat worthy. Um, just turn up and be a distraction and get to see the things and hear the sounds. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's super fun, especially if you have VR. Just saying, it's super badass. Uh, then some some of us uh, further along players are also putting together a wing of adders, the yes. adder boys. 
<laughs> I'm going to see how quickly I can get an adder together. I think I probably have the resources already. So, so uh, if you count next week, or if you count uh, our SRV football mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago, this next week will be the fourth week in a row we've had an event. Three, oh, yeah. three Tuesdays in a row. So we're going to try to do something every... We're making it Tuesday night so people know when to show up, but we're having some fun. Right, right. Well, that's, um, that's kind of what I wanted to do is... is, is I want to count that because I think that's where we started with this little trend that we were doing. And I think that, um, you know, we're going to... Uh, if we count that, then we're going we're gonna to have a lot of fun keep doing this. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do after bug hunt yet. Uh, Cause I haven't really thought about past the one year anniversary yet. There's a good chance I'm going to take that week off afterwards. We can always so. repeat some of these. Yeah. yeah. I always yeah. do another mining night. Uh, I don't know about CQC. Well, I'm sure our rant from Ty will figure out if we're ever doing that one again. Okay. Let's just, let's just break <laughs> this down here. All right. So I had a rage quit last night. Not because I was dying, and not because I was getting my ass in CQC. I don't even give a shit about that. I'll get my ass kicked all day long. I was I rage quit because of the functionality of the game. Chick, what the hell did you just text me? <laughs> yep, those. Yep, yep. I sent him two. To be clear, those are the kind of dick pics I actually was talking about. So, chick has chick has two dick pics. There's a, what is it, Dick Clark? Who's the other one? Uh, Dick Van Dyke and Dick thank Clark. You. Thank you. I cannot, I cannot think of the first one. I, I knew it was, well done. Anyway, I recognize him, but I couldn't think of his name. So, anyway. Um, anyway. So, CQC. We were having a great time. And um, it's, it's a little janky on how you have to play together. And uh, so, at one point, we pulled out. And because uh, we were like, All right, we got to get data and McPherson here. So had a little trouble getting them invited. Finally get them invited for, you know, whatever reason, because, you know, anyway. So you have to leave the lobby to try to restart a new lobby to add new players. Well, it's worse than that. It was. <laughs> we had, we had it, two groups of four. Two yeah. groups of four. And we both clicked team deathmatch at the same time. And it yeah. puts. Chig into a death match with two other people, and I'm sitting there with I'm sitting there just spinning. Why the <laughs> fuck would you not match us together? Why would you put what happens on the other side where that takes place? Magical obfuscation. Does, I, I don't get it. I don't I do not get it. I could understand it if we clicked, you know, if there was like some kind of weird ping thing going on with one of us and it was throwing us off. But everybody had a good connection. Everybody was, you know, we were, we had, we were just fine playing normal deathmatch and just, you know, well, maybe yeah, we'll get in the yeah. group together. And then we got in the group together. And then right after the team deathmatch incident where we couldn't play together, it was like, well, we'll go back to the standard deathmatch and just shoot each other. We tried to get in the freaking normal deathmatch. And guess what? It puts Chig in a group with three people. Don't know why the hell that happened. And it put, no, it puts me in a group with three people and it puts Chig in a group. How, wait, I can't remember what happened with that. Anyway, it, 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 it would not <laughs> Sorry put to back together. I just got Dick Cheney on my phone. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it would not put us back together. It wouldn't do it. Like, no matter what we did, the only way that we actually got to play together is if we all just exit out and just hit team death, and just hit deathmatch, and then we were all in the same group. Like, yeah, using the squadron of, function was completely pointless. Yeah. 
So, so, so uh, it's, it's like, why even have multiplayer? Because it's broke as fuck. It is, it oh, is he, broke he mad, as guys. shit. I am, I am, it is, ooh. It, yeah, it, it, it he was pissed not me happy. It, yeah. it, it, it made me rage quit. I did not like throw break keyboard or anything. I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. This is supposed to be a multiplayer video game and you can't get it to where we can play together. Why? Why is this difficult? You have a squad function there that, as far as I can tell, doesn't actually fucking work. Am I doing it wrong? Please explain to me. What am I doing wrong? Well, you were dying a lot. Maybe that had something to do with it? <laughs> I was not so, having a... Uh, <laughs> oh, oh uh, no, I, I totally get it. Like, I... I totally get it. There's a few things, and they're all related to matchmaking in this game, that have consistently not worked right since their inception. And that's why we all think that there's that this code base refresh, right, is going to be a big deal. And that's what we think kind of among the things that this is going to be, right? Because uh, like last night, I managed to get on game a little bit, and I was flying with some multi-crew. And multi-crew consistently... You know, glitches. Uh, usually you, you can start it pretty reliably and then you're sort of on a timer, right? And after, you know, between five and 10 minutes, the menus are going to get glitchy and then it's going to drop you in maybe 15 or 20. And then you have to reconnect. That's just like, that's just what you do in multi-crew, right? It's the same kind of thing. There's, there's something going on in the background that obviously is not easy to fix because it's, it's been known. You know, and and it's not like we actually think that they just don't care, right? No, it, it, it has to be that it is difficult and it needs something bigger. So we're hoping that bigger things on its way, right? Well, you're you're exactly right. I don't think that they don't care. I think that it's a situation where they just haven't addressed it at all. I think it's a situation where they 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 threw it in the game, and I felt like they uh, thought it would be like an afterthought kind of thing. And then at some point, it got a little bit bigger, so they actually tried to do tournaments and stuff with it. And then they realized that their code or multiplayer aspect of it is broke as shit. So well, they th- that's what I mean. It. These are all related things, right? Right. So the problems with CQC could be the same problems as the ones we see with with um, wings, multi-crew, and, and instancing, and wings. It has and- to be with the peer-to-peer system they have set yeah, up yeah. rather than centralized servers and it just it's just wonky as fuck and I, I I don't know how the architecture is set up you know who's hosting what and you know how how it's all coming together so I can't even begin to yeah. guess on how to fix it and who knows maybe the guy on the, in the company who knows how to fix it is no longer there you know I have no idea because <laughs> I mean it, it was it was unbelievable because you know we had a group together and it's like I've never done team deathmatch me either this is going to be great and we you know get two teams of four perfect and try to launch and it launches two separate 2v2 matches matches rather than one 4v4 4v, mm, 4v4 match and it's like this is just stupid everybody leave let's try it again try it again same thing so it's like all right let's just go back to deathmatch we go back to deathmatch and my squadron all gets in one group together and then ty's squadron i think him and two of the people in his squadron got in a match by themselves and one person mm-hmm. ended up not yes. in a match and it's like well what the hell just happened there it was mm-hmm. it was an utter utter mess I mean, I, I enjoyed myself without dubs there and no A1. I won 17 matches in a row. So it, it, it was a good time, <laughs> but, but, uh, 
we should if get I've some been able to have been there, I, I could have I could have put a couple of deaths on your scoreboard, but I doubt I could I, have I had you. some deaths. I mean, I, I think I ended up with <laughs> okay. 106 kills that night and I, at least a dozen deaths. Um, but we we played for a while, and I mean, like, Nikum was there. That dude's a good pilot. Uh, who, who else was there? Crazy Ivan, Teflon. Oh, speaking of which, uh, PD yeah, Junkie. I, haven't crazy, I haven't seen Crazy Ivan on him forever. And he hops in and, like, I mean, we're having a good time. And then he was the he was the oddball that was not able to play that one time. And, then like, he was in my squadron. Yep, and couldn't, didn't get in with you. Oh, so when, when you look at a game, and I hate to even compare it to this, but I have to compare it to this. But you look at a game like the Call of Duties, and you look at the game like the uh, Battlefields, and the PUBGs and all the other multiplayer games that can manage all these ginormous number of players together that can play together and relatively play together without incident. And then we can't get eight people to build play together. Yeah, it's, it was it was ridiculous. Well, I mean, okay, I really, so, really wanted to try uh, Capture the Flag, but when we couldn't get a team deathmatch, we didn't even bother yeah. trying. We just yeah. went back to deathmatch so we could keep playing. Yeah. So I, I that's that's a that's a uh, valid thing to say, right? To to say like, look at all these multiplayer games. But there's several key differences with the way those work, and I mean, even to the extent that like, at least back when I was playing the Modern Warfare series, they were um, in a sense peer to peer. Uh, like typically, like and, and it would rotate. Like if somebody's lag went up, but typically one computer in the room in the the lobby was the boss. And they were sort of validating everybody. So there wasn't a centralized server, but that still worked pretty well. But it's not an open world game. And it's not something that's repeatedly creating and moving and, you know, recreating ad hoc instances of things over and over and over again and trying to do so with as few loading screens as possible. I think there's probably some key architecture differences and maybe they were intentional at the time. And maybe now there's a, there's a, a better, more thought out way of doing it. And I, I hope we get to that um, at some point, but I think it's going to be, it's not a patch. You know what I mean? It's like major version number needs to change to get core things like that fixed. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if we get, you know, it has to be fixed before Odyssey. Cause if all of a sudden you have people on the ground and people are hoping to be able to do close air support and have SRVs and people running around trying to do all of that stuff together oh, yeah. with the current system, I don't see any way in hell that's going to work. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm sitting here crapping about it and I, I genuinely do have confidence that frontier is going to fix this by Odyssey, but it was, it's, I rarely get in situations where I'm genuinely just pissed off at the technical mm-hmm. side of things because I do have some understanding of how technical a lot of this crap is and how it looks like it's easy. It seems like it's easy, and it's really not. And, um, <clears throat> and, and you're 100% right. Comparing it to games that have an embedded server or, or a group of servers or a server farm like Call of Duty does or whatever. Is that have, how they do it now? Because I was actually thinking oh, yeah. that it was actually even more analogous uh, in the sense that, because back in the day, Modern Warfare 2 and Black Ops right. 1 and stuff, they were, um, they were peer-to-peer. Um, there was a matchmaking server that started the mm-hmm. lobbies, but once you were in the game, it was, um, you know, one, one of the players in the game was the host. Was the host, yeah. The yeah. way I understand it now is that um, 
they have dedicated so so the war zone is definitely a dedicated server because there's there's no uh, okay. way a single computer can handle 150 people playing together there's just no way yeah yeah very different uh, so but like their standard multiplayer stuff the way I understand it um, their ground war games uh, and their war zones are all handled by a server a group of servers of course and then they have a group of servers set up to do just multiplayer but if they get in a situation where they those servers are are oversaturated, they will then go to uh, client based hosting uh, for a few matches and rotate people in and out. That's um, clever. It's it's a very it's a very good, well implemented system. And don't get me wrong, it's a brand new engine. And call it you know um, I hate to give them any credit because I'm a little irritated at them as a company right now. Um, but they did a great job with that game. And I know it's not necessarily fair to compare the multi, you know, a game that was designed with multiplayer from the ground up with no single player aspect whatsoever, at least on the online part, to compare it to a game like Elite with, with the sheer scale of it. That being yeah, said. Yeah, the open world nature, I think, is a big deal. Yeah. And, 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 I don't know. It just it's it's very frustrating from a player point of view and from someone who is trying to you know I I'll just say it. You know, we are we 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 play this game. We enjoy play this game. We enjoy play this game with our friends. And then once a week we get together and we get to talk about video games and maybe sometimes books and we get to talk about Elite Dangerous and that's fun. But ultimately, we are supporting this game, this developer, because we do have belief in them and we have trust in them because of what they've done on the whole and on the product that they've given us. But this aspect of the game, and I know they just added the ability to queue while you're in game, which is a great thing. This is, I'm honestly the mindset, this either needs to be taken out or needs to be fixed because it's broke. It is broken. There's See, no even the way queuing from in-game is it's a little ra- rarely works. Uh, you know, there's hmm, one kind of patched in. One mm-hmm. thing I hate about it is if you join from in-game and you get into a match. Uh, you know, you get into a match, great. Uh, what I don't like is when the match is over, you should go back to in your ship where you were before the match instead of going to the CQC lobby. And then you can queue again from in-game. That way you can just kind of hop in CQC, hop back out, you know, while out exploring rather than having to go back out to the menu and everything else. It, like, took half of the hopping, you know, to the menu to get into a game out, but still requires it on when after a match. I just don't like that. I like WoW's system for, like, Battlegrounds mm-hmm. in Arena where you, you queue, you get in it. After the match, you go back to where you were. That, to me, is mm-hmm. a, is the ideal system. Then you can just kind of, you know, seamlessly just be hopping from one to the other and get matches in when you're not, you know, in the middle of mining and stuff like that. It would be great. Uh, but what's worse is when you, the queue does pop, I'm not exaggerating. Probably 50% of the time I end up with Mav Adder where it crashes and, and I have to, oh, no. I have to relog and it does it all the time. I mean, it, it's to the point where I don't use the in-game queue anymore. I just yeah. <laughs> exit out to menu and then go into the game, go into arena because oh, it's just not worth it. And you can usually tell when you're going to get the crash because it'll start going through 
all the tips, you know how you get a tip at the bottom? It goes through all of them. There's rifles through them super, super fast, and then it, it uh, crashes okay. mauve adder. So you usually <laughs> know when it's going to crash. So that's my two cents. I, I have a blast doing it when it's functioning properly. You know, I, I, and yeah. I mean, I, I play a lot. So like even the crashes, it's uh, two maps. Uh, um, elevate and... Uh, cluster compound. The two with the big cylinder base where you've got the weapons mm. power on the bottom. I crash on the, that map maybe one, I, I don't know, 10% of the time, which to me is still, you know, just so unacceptable that one in 10 times I'm crashing. And oftentimes, you know, it's towards the end of a match and then I don't get credit for any of the kills, don't get credit for a win, anything. I just lose any progress I had from that match. And then I'm you know, mm. going log back in, get back in the game. And because there's so few people that play it, even if that crashes earlier in the match, I get back into the same match, but reset to zero points. So then, you know, I'm, I'm starting a game at a handicap. So it's, it's, it's got things that they need to fix. And, you know, those are the reasons people don't play it. It's not because it's not fun. It is super fun, but it's just got these odd bugs that drive you nuts. Well, you know, and here's what I'll say, too. I've played a fair amount of CQC by myself, and me and Chig, me and you have just played a fair amount of CQC by ourselves. You played a hell of a lot more than me when it was when I was just alone playing or when I was just playing with you. It works pretty damn good. It really does. Um, overall, the performance is great. The... Uh, play the the game itself, like the playability of the actual game, works wonderful. Like it really does. Like I just like you said, probably ninety percent mm -hmm. of the time, I don't have any issues with it. But, when there's people there, I've had really good luck. The only yeah. problem I've had is when there just haven't been anyone on at the time. Right. Which you know that's that's not necessarily Frontier's fault, except for yeah. Uh, I I still believe. That if they were to have kept up with the uh, uh, CQC tournament, that they would have a lot more interest in that. They would actually, because mm -hmm. there's no other game that does it. There's no other game that has tournaments for uh, flight sim or space flight sims. I know DCS is like a like a F18 tournament every few weeks or F14 tournament or some shit like that every few weeks. But this is the only game I know of that does. Uh, any sort of just fight like space fighter tournament and they do it the best. I, I think they, they get a ton of action. I, well, whatever, this is not like an uncommon opinion that I'm about to, I'm about to dazzle you all your, all of your minds. It doesn't, it doesn't um, have any payout. Um, it's the part of, it's the one part of the game, you know, we argue about what parts need a payout buff and stuff. Like that's the one part of the game that it's like, Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they left it out of arcs. It's like, oh, oh, you obviously don't care about this, you know? Uh, yeah, weird that they left it out of arcs, you know? Uh, uh, even if they weren't going to, like, make it part of, like, advancement credits-wise of your commander, like, leaving it out of arcs is weird, right? They want to get people, it's like every aspect of the game earns you arcs. A little trickle of arcs, just enough to wet your whistle, and then you're going to get in there and buy the rest that you need. Um, weird move, leaving arcs out of CQC. I'm actually yeah, curious absolutely. if CQC goes away with Odyssey. I think there's a real possibility of that. You shut your mouth. Oh, uh, no way. Well, I would be I shocked. Was, 
Mm-hmm. I was very much believing that, believing that until they added in the cue from the menu uh, with the yeah. fleet carrier. In it. When they added that, when they added that in, I was like, okay, maybe not. Um, yeah, but, but I it, don't. It, uh, what would be the purpose of removing it? I mean, even if you just left it in in its current status forever, it's just something else that's yeah. already there. Because I don't see why they take get rid of it. Because then you don't have Ty Warshall bitching about how they need to fix it. And it's a broke ass piece instead of shit. You'd have oh, that's people with, <laughs> instead you'd Red have alert. people with hundreds of hours. You know, all of <laughs> a sudden, all that progression is gone. Oh my god, Red, that would be Red alert! Far Red worse. alert! Ty Warsham said something bad. <laughs> Good God! Uh, I mean, they're—they're I, I, they're all getting their mm. phones are all going off. They're waking up in England right now. I—I <laughs> I would say, you know, that they—I I don't think they'll ever remove something that's already in the game. But no. we know what they're doing with VR, so I—they're I, I, just—I'm del- convinced they're just delaying VR. I so much. for technical reasons. I—I I don't think it's going to get removed. I don't think I'm going to get. I'm going to get. Uh, a delay, not a betray. We're not going to get a uh, tracks rant. <laughs> no, I, I've not really yet. calmed down a lot about that. All. Okay. Uh, okay. Plus, they've said some things lately that that further further evidence that like it's not being ignored. Yeah. And I don't know how long it's going to take, and whatever. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give them a hard time about it unless it's like really egregious. But I think it's probably a technical thing, and I get it. Well, in in if it's if it's within a in my mind if it's within a year I'm I'm kind of okay with it like I'm like all right I'll wait I'll yeah and that's going to feel like a wicked long time but like yeah. hey if it's if it gets there boy is it going to be great yeah but it's gonna it's gonna bother me a little bit if it <laughs> if yep. it, if it, I, what I'm worried about is is them is them pouring some money into it. To get it developed, and then at some point they're like, "Wow, this is really hard. We should really just work on other stuff because everybody's wanting other stuff." So we're just gonna. It just becomes. It becomes like you know, ice planets or comets. We just don't. We just. They just stop talking about it. You know. Mm, I don't. But I will also say this: I feel like they have a large enough VR community that they would be shooting themselves in the foot if they did that. Oh yeah, they, we made that forum thread. That's like. Almost 200 pages. Or, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 wild. It's wild. I I don't. I have no doubt that they understand the intensity of the VR community. Yeah. And plus, some of the things I've seen with uh, uh, like Arthur recently, some of the posts he's made about uh, VR in specific, and on how I'm not sure how the hell we turn CQC into VR, but here we are. Um, <laughs> I started talking. Suddenly, conversation <laughs> twisted. I, I, I mentioned how you know they wouldn't remove something from the game, and then said, well, well, okay. So going back to that real quick, I don't, I, I don't necessarily think that they will remove CQC, but it would not shock me. Like if they come out and said, "All right, so CQC is gonna the last day you can do CQC is this date," and obviously it comes out the next day. And whatever your rankings are is where you'll stay for forever and your rank will stay there. And maybe you get like a special, you know, icon or something you can add to your name or your ship or shocked. maybe a bobblehead or something. This is this is total insanity, the thing you're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe you. complete craziness. Yeah. The fact you I've say it's possible. Wouldn't surprise me. I, I would. I, I'm not going to do a, a cruel rabbit kind of <laughs> outlandish thing I'll do if it happens but you I'll just say I, I would be I would be shocked oh it, 
Great. No way. Now I'm not thinking about the ashtray. I'm thinking about Cruel Rabbit. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that bastard, where did he go? He's got to come back drunk as yeah, hell into our Discord did, one night. Where the hell did Rabbit go? I haven't seen him around forever. I haven't yeah. seen him in like two or three months now. Yeah, yeah. it's been a long time. I hope, I hope he's okay. Let's just say that. Anyway. So, so guys, um, I, I wanted to, if I can just take over the show for a second. Go like, for it, buddy. I've been, I, I missed like the update that I was waiting for and wanted to know like what was going on with it and stuff. Like catch me up. So like, pretend I'm a new player. Cause I almost am. I feel like, like wasn't, wasn't mining supposed to be fixed. You guys had a mining night. What, what went down? How, how does mining work now? Is it good? Uh, FDev was definitely trying to nerf some of the money-making potential of it. And it's definitely down from where it had been. You can't make a billion dollars a day as easily anymore. Mm -hmm. You can still make a billion dollars a day, though. Apparently, Paynite surface mining is back to being king. If you're really going to min-max, you just got to go mindlessly surface mine again. Um, Ugh, that's ugly. The trick is swing mining. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, nobody send me hate mail, but I just don't care enough to get bent out of shape <laughs> about this. If you can make anything over 50 million an hour, I think you're doing quite well because what, four hours of mining, you can buy the most expensive ship in the game. Yeah, you can't A-rate the whole thing, but you can buy the most expensive ship by with the four hours of mining. So I, I I don't know. I'm just, I'm not bent out of shape. Okay, let me rephrase because we all know that I'm not like trying to achieve the highest payouts or something like that. Like I, I'm not a min-maxer and I I don't love laser mining. So like I, I, I had read just enough to know that like apparently when you do the math, pay nights back on top and I'm like okay well that's that means it's a miss right that means technically mm -hmm. their stated goals for what they were trying to do it at least kind of has missed but where's 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 tritium are hotspots doing what they're supposed to do is hot the spots. overlap nerfed but the hotspots work that's that was hot, the goal right hotspots are closer You'll actually find the voidables in the voidable hotspot, the low temperature diamonds in the low temperature diamonds hotspot. And uh -huh. like always, you can probably find Alexandrite in icy rings. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. The the overlap is for sure while laser mining nerfed. Yeah. For some okay. it's also nerfed. And for like That's a bummer. The triple overlap that the DSSA is using to fill up the you know, the DSSA. It's it's still not not keeping those fleet carriers moving. Mm, okay, so like, tritium maybe still needs a little work. They they definitely want it back to the pre nerf uh, to the area of the pre nerf. Yeah. Okay. So that that kind of lines up with with what mm -hmm. I've heard um, in my little bit of sort of looking at this last night when I started to come back to space. Um, so I'm. Um, I, I actually went and in our, uh, mining collective channel on discord, there was a document shared where some, some very, uh, ambitious commanders are scouting rings and just finding like all the overlaps and all the hotspots and sort of scouting things. Um, 
So I started picking through that stuff and I was really disappointed to see that they're concentrating entirely on low temperature diamonds. Um, because what I've seen from like, um, down to earth astronomy analysis is, mm-hmm. you know, even, even if you hate laser mining like me, low temperature diamonds probably aren't shouldn't be the main focus. Like it's sort of like pay night if you're going to laser mine and just go for a mix of everything if you aren't. Right. Um, which I think is kind of neat. Um, so anyway, so I started digging through their data and I'm disappointed that they're only really paying attention to that, but some of them are making notes of what they find other than LTDs. And so I made a copy of their document and started just deleting anything that didn't have um, I guess what I decided was I wanted to see uh, void opal hotspots overlapped with LTD hotspots, and I don't care if they're double um, because I don't think the doubles matter very much anymore, so I probably shouldn't worry about that. And so I just sifted out, out thousands and thousands of their entries that didn't have any of that and then sorted them a bit by distance. And I've been sitting, since we've been recording, for quick check, quick check... We've been recording for 37 minutes, mm-hmm. and I've been in a only 34 light years from ish from Ross 310. There is a system that has a void opal LTD hotspot that's almost a 100% overlap. And mm-hmm. I've been here. Um, I've just been prospecting anything that's really bright. I've found several cores and a lot of surf subsurface, I don't have lasers with me. So just subsurface and cores. I have 17 alexandrite, 27 LTDs, 31 void opals, 31 granditerite, and 32 tritium. Um, and that's okay for casually shooting around. So I feel like this, this is going to be my spot, or, or at least hot spots such as this, you know. Um, still finding tritium just by accident. I'm certainly not going to need any more than this. Yeah, that's what I found too. Is I've been hopping just into random LTD or um, void opal hotspots, just dropping yep. dead center and then flying towards the planet is what I've been doing. Yeah, that's and usually I, my plan too. I've been making at a, you know in an hour, I'm probably making a hundred million core mining. You know, easy. Sure. You know, I, I haven't sold anything though. I just keep stockpiling it on my carrier until I need credits. Mm-hmm. Then I'll sell them. My guess is there'll be some patch where everything goes in the tank and I'll get screwed. But hey, I am. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> accumulating it. You know, I, I go out and I. You know, I come back. You know, in an hour usually. You know, between you know, fifty and seventy void opals or LTDs, depending on the hotspot I'm in, and you know, ten to fifteen yeah. tritium and you know some alexandrite and granodidrite. You know, kind of mixed right. in there. So some of that other crap. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely feel mining's in a good place. That's probably why I'm uh, like, man, eh, I'm not bent out of shape. Right. I, I like this. Um, I like the the hot spot, the void opal, because it's still kind of the it's back to being the most valuable thing, right? The void mm-hmm. opal, and then some other mineral that isn't necessarily found in cores, at least not in cores only, like low temperature diamonds or anything else. Like if it was. Well, ben, benitoite or however you say that, that's also ben, a core. Benitoite, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't know how to say that one, but that's also a core. So you wouldn't you wouldn't want to overlap those. Bromite. Um, but overlap of a void opal with Bromalite. a with with something that's going to be found in subsurface and come out, and you're going to find. And just don't be shy about picking up anything 
worth at least as much as alexandrite. Well, this is what I found with mining. I to me, it's become uh, when, when core mining, it's become like fishing. You're just kind of yeah. going, and, and you see an asteroid. Ooh, that that looks like it could be a core mine, and then you know you, you head to it. And if it actually turns out to be a core, which when you're good at spotting them, it almost always is, but you don't know yeah. what that core is going to be. Sometimes you're going to get that fucking bromide or whatever the fuck, and you're just like bromelite, <laughs> yeah. That that one, just throw that one back. But then you know you get an alexandrite. It's hey, that's a decent sized fish, and then oh my god, void yep. opals, thank god. And you know it's great. It's like fishing. It's 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 mm-hmm. relaxing. Yeah, I found several um, subsurface of LTDs and one LTD core. There's been one dud core. Um, I also saw Dubs share that the cerebidite, or however you say that, that, that's a core mineral. Yep. And it comes in a different shape rock. It does not come in the popcorn rock. Uh, So that's interesting. In any ring that isn't icy. Oh, so metal, metallic or rocky. Neat and and yeah, they have a totally different shape. So this is fun. This is something that like I don't know. Somebody probably knew, but it wasn't like public knowledge because everybody was like void opals, you know, when the core mining update came out. Nobody paid attention to anything else, even though but these I, other minerals were out there in cores. I find myself prospecting more rocks anyway, just on the chance of you know finding a you know tritium you know sub deposit, subsurface deposits, right. and one with like three or four of those. All of a sudden, yeah, that was worth you know, shooting a prospector mm-hmm. at. So I, I don't know. I am shooting prospectors at other, at other asteroids now. now yeah, I'm looking for the cores, anything bright. Yep, pretty much. So if you kind of go by some of the things that the DSSA, uh, and I did not listen to their uh, feature commander thing today with FDEV. Um, I haven't had a chance to yet. But if you go by some of the things that they were saying or that I've been reading, from them, uh, they're still having a lot of trouble mining uh, mm-hmm. tritium out in the black. Um, which, uh, so for me, what little bit of mining I've done, I, I did the mining night and I've done, uh, I think, one other night by myself mining. Um, I haven't had, I would not say the best of luck, but it feels like it did back when. Um, Back before Void Opals, actually back when Void Opals kind of first came out, when they were uh, like worth $1.7 million a piece, but they weren't mm-hmm. necessarily the most easiest thing to, to go find in mind, yet you, were, you spent some time in between. Yeah, which was fine because, you know, if you're in there for Void Opals, it's nice that you, you find it, you get it, and you just you spend three or four hours, you end up with, you know, 50, 60 million, and it was a good night. You know, and um, which you know, people are kind of balking at that month that that amount right now, and I'm like, it, it feels good. It, well, I think even know, when they launched, it was a lot more than that, but it, it might have been. It's been it's been over a year for me, man. Uh, I don't remember the exact numbers. Yeah, I yeah. did just go. I did just go look up the uh, surrenderbite amount, and they're going for like seven hundred fifty thousand right now. Yep, that's uh, one of the good ones. If you yeah. if you want to go in a metal or rocky ring I think like I just personally probably just going to stick to ice rings for the sake of there's void opals and other stuff out here mm-hmm. that is like around the same value um, and because but so th- that would be a good mineral because that's a core so find an overlap with that and something that isn't in cores um, hell bring lasers and do painite you mm-hmm. know um, 
And maybe that would work out for you. I don't know. If you can find an overlap of those spots, I bet that would pay really, really well. GCRV 1568 has an overlapping Painite and Serendibite spots. There you go. Already found. So, I just like so that anyway, you can this mine just this, about anywhere now. So it's good. Right. And and so and anyway, and I, I at this point I have a bunch of things all fairly close to the bubble. The the farthest thing that I went out was like two hundred and something um light years away from our home base. And there's lots of these like, you know, they're single overlaps, but they have the right minerals and this is proving to be pretty successful and it's really close. Like I don't even have to move my carrier, honestly, if I didn't want to. I'm moving my to get carrier. Here. <laughs> I'm moving my carrier right now. I'm about to steal your spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come come at me, bro. There's plenty of room. There's nobody here. <laughs> yeah. Um but I'll, anyway, I'll share this this I'll share my version of this doc in the um in the channel as well so people can see where yeah. I'm where I'm looking. There's plenty of spots. It's not gonna be a problem. And, and you know, one thing we talked about uh, before this patch even went live, the guinea pig is going crazy, by the way. Um, but one of the things we talked about before this patch went live was like, we really wanted it to where you could kind of mine anywhere. Like, there wasn't right. just a situation where you had 30,000 fleet carriers in one spot and it was hard yeah. to get into to the spot, to the one or two spots that were good to mine. It's mm-hmm. nice to yeah. be able to just kind of, oh, look, look at this cool spot I can pull up to and just kind of do it at my own pace and just kind of have fun, you know? Yeah, so I think we need to skip a little bit of tritium, uh, f- fix a little bit of tritium, but um, well, well, other than that, it seems like we're in pretty good shape, yeah? Let's let's actually talk about it for just a minute, because we've had a few people su- make suggestions, um, and it made me remind me, I, I remember back to when we first 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 started, talking about, first started talking about fleet carriers, and Kai had the idea, it would be nice if you could, if there was a way your fleet carrier could naturally replenish itself. Right. Um, so, um, I can't remember who it was now, um, and I'm, wish the hell I could remember, I could find it, but I'm having the hardest time finding it right now. So whoever said it in the, uh, server runner, was it server runner? Probably. Uh, shit. Yeah. I think it was server runner. Cause he, he, whoever it was, I'm sorry if it was server runner. Cool. If it was someone else, cool. I'm sorry if I can't remember who the hell it was, but they they made a comment about like, hey, it'd be cool if you could recharge your own thing. So I kind of like you know getting the free one thousand each week or getting the free refill each week. You know, that kind of got me thinking about it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool if there was a way that your fleet carrier could just naturally glean. Uh, like maybe you had to park it around a specific kind of star and it could get it from that. So then I went and looked up. Uh, how like how tritium is as is founds how tritium occurs naturally, and it pretty much only occurs through fusion. Very little of it has been found on Earth. So, uh, yeah, it but it can occurs, it can be stable in in water molecules, right? Uh, which is hence the ice rings, hence the ice ring, right? But I was thinking it'd be kind of cool if there's a way, you know, it'll say say it took longer, but that would kind of fix the DSSA issue. Where they could park there, then make it where you couldn't refuel refuel beyond what's in your depot. That yeah. way you couldn't really you know take advantage of it, but that way you weren't just stuck somewhere. And you can I, that way you can also you can also turn it uh, from uh, like a free thing you can gather and go sell. You know, mm-hmm. 
So my, my favorite idea of this was it would actually be a carrier service that you'd purchase and maintain. So it would cost something, right? It would add to the, to the upkeep cost of the carrier and the outright cost of the service. But it would essentially just be a crew that's going to go mine tritium. And maybe, yeah, maybe they would really only pay into your depot, you know? Um, but that way you'd have this sort of like base rate of gathering tritium. And maybe that base rate would go up or down depending on if you were in a system that had uh, hotspots or something. But yeah. I, I think it'd be nice. And I mean, it should be a, maybe a slow trickle. You know, if you wanted to refuel and make a jump same day, you'd really still want to go out yourself and either buy or mine it. But if you could let it sit there for a few days, you could come back to, you know, three or 400 extra tritium. Yeah, I think I mean, that would be a kind of a pay- cool feature. Your Tritium Depot people, yes, they should be mining. But if it was an additional, like a premium depot with mining crew, I, Dubs even suggested, you know, something like uh, if you've got, you know, your Tritium mining crew or something, you have to have a ship on board set up for mining that they take to go mm. do it. Even you know, just mm-hmm. just any way that you know huh. to make it more realistic, potentially, you know, and maybe not scooping around stars or stuff, but yeah, yeah, as you said, a carrier service that that somehow mines it for you. And how fast they do it, who knows? Maybe it's a crew, and you know, if you've got an elite crew member, he mines it faster than if you've got novice crew members. But you got to pay him like you do mm. crew mm. members now. You know, there's so many things they could do. It seems just a missed opportunity that they didn't do anything. And the idea with the uh, with like the the thing that you could uh, get fuel automatically from like stars or something would kind of it'd be a service you have to like you couldn't have all the services on your ship. You would have to sacrifice one, play pay up, keeping it. Uh, you should open a slot, right? So that way mm-hmm. you have to do some figure out. Well, what do I really want? Do I want a secure warehouse? Do I want an, an outfitter? You know, stuff like that. Hey, we found a use for the secure, um, what is it, secure storage? Is that the black secure market warehouse. thing on your ship? Yeah. The other night, uh, Teflon was trying to unlock the engineer where you got to sell stuff to different, um, you know, black markets. And mm-hmm. Dubs had a bunch of stolen shit in his secure storage. So Teflon was able just to get the stuff from Dubs and then go sell oh, it at yeah. black markets. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah cool. we were We were amazed. We actually found a use for it. Did it scrub it to where it was shown as clean or? Nope. Well, if you're selling it, no. Still it stolen. Not. Still stolen. Huh. Well, that's, well, yeah, I guess you'd have to be stolen to sell to black market. So, there yeah, that's. Go. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, so, so I, I said we figured it out. Dubs and Teflon figured it out. <laughs> but that was, that was, that was pretty cool that all of a sudden, holy crap, there you go. And, and I, I was like, well, how, how do you have so much stolen shit on your carrier? And apparently him and Teflon have been pirating a bunch, so that's why he had it. Oh, yeah. This makes right, sense man. to me. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's gonna that's kind of what you've missed, Trax. Which, right on. Um, you missed uh, CQC, Ty getting pissed off, and you missed... Uh, nothing else. So, and you missed uh, fun. Shall Sounds we, like my um, life and game. That's good. I, f- I feel much better, guys. Thanks for that update. <laughs> uh, shall we talk about the faction? Yeah. 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 Do it. Check this out. 
Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. That's that's pretty cool, man. Cool. I like it. I'm yeah. So stoked. <laughs> Keep that Good. shit. I'm glad. Um. Well, while we were paying so much dear attention to our good friends, the Yervantu Creative Holdings, we uh, missed a, a little a little, a little gap in our, our insight. We missed that Bumber had approached 75% influence and we're, we're preparing to expand from Bumber. So over the next handful of days, we're trying to uh, get the Kung Mu progressives out of Kwama so we can try and expand into Kwama as opposed to expanding into Metaziti. Because Metaziti ain't got nothing we want. It's just going to be another another bumper clone, a little refinery with all small stations. <laughs> we uh, we hope the Yervantu Creative Holdings don't don't mistake us abandoning them as as distaste. It's just uh, we got other stuff we need to do. So we're focusing in on the uh, the Kungmu Progressives and uh, expanding to wherever we get to expand to, and then expanding again, and then expanding some more. Hey, if those other guys feel left out, we'll come back. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back. Don't worry, you'll get your bullets too. We'll take over management. I know how tough that can be. We'll we'll manage Uh, their their systems for them. I like this idea of taking out the the, uh, uh, progressive. Let's do it. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Um, So we picked up we had someone over in Kama who was like owning us, didn't we? One commander resisting us and just <laughs> tearing me and Nurgle's plans to pieces. One guy. And I met him and I, you know, I said, Hey, you guys heard about our podcast? And he said, Oh no, not in game advertisements. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I thought, oh man, I've ruined this 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 new this stranger that could have been a friend's opinion of me, and uh, I still talked him into joining the Discord and working with our faction. Cool. Uh, Way so to go. You, you see Night Aries in our Discord. Uh, thank him for uh, taking his fingers out of my pie and uh, helping us. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, uh, I hopped in there the other day and I was like, I was like, who, who's, who's not Aries? And you're like, like, oh, this is the guy who's been kicking our ass and we're comma. I was like, oh, it's this guy. <laughs> I'm like, it was it just this one guy. You're like, yeah, he's a beast. I was like, oh, okay. But uh, apparently, yeah, apparently he is a beast and a uh, very cool guy. So welcome aboard. Um, we had a few other people hopping. I'm not going to go into the discord thing real quick, but, uh, uh, Storm Raider. I think we talked about him last week, bringing over a bunch of his people, and I think we got some more of his friends to hop over as well, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, we also got our first uh, spam bot into our Discord. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jane. <laughs> yeah, we got Jane. The news for our little Discord. I know we got this. We got the spam bot to join in, and uh, yeah, your guinea pig is hungry. By the way, she is hungry. She is going crazy. But anyway, the girl's in here to uh, feed the guinea pig, y'all. So I had to give her a hard time. Oh, so, I expect anyway. sounds. <laughs> uh, if, you had, if, you, if you hadn't heard it by now, then you probably will not. But that guinea pig <laughs> was going crazy. 
Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, we've had a fair amount of people join the Discord, join the squadron recently, and uh, I don't, I, I cannot keep up with who everybody is new. But uh, we tried doing that for a while, and then we ended up failing miserably. Um, so we moved away from it. But uh, we have things in place to help us with that, but we still fail miserably. And uh, we have trouble pronouncing people's names sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> well, all, all are welcome. Yeah. Be, except, I mean, robots are only welcome for a very short time. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure who, who ended up actually banning that uh, robot, by the way. I don't know. I had my thumb on the button and I was still toying with it a little bit. Um, yeah. And I was about to push the button and then I got a work call. <laughs> and yeah. when I came back to my phone, uh, it was already banned. So, yeah, actually, I, I, I got it. I got it on my phone. And I could not figure out how the hell to ban it on my phone. So I, I went over to my computer. <laughs> By the time I sat down, someone had banned it. So, yeah, it's yeah. So whoever did that, thank you. That's really cool of you. So anyway, um. Um, hey, you have this down here. I haven't got a chance to play this yet. Have you actually got a chance to play it yet? I played through the tutorial for Eve Echoes today. Uh, the okay. servers went active at 4 a.m. where I live. And uh, I I was not awake then. So when I woke up and got, got the household situated, I, I played through the tutorial. It, it definitely really? is not Elite Dangerous, but it is a great space game. Yeah. And uh, it handles very well on, on my phone. How, how is, it, is it like a strategy game? I haven't got a chance to play it yet. And I watched one little video of it, and I thought, all right, I'll check that out. Um, I got it downloaded on my phone, but I haven't done the tutorial or, or nothing yet. I only have a very base like knowledge of what regular Eve is, but I would imagine mm-hmm. that they're very comparable. Okay. <laughs> so, for, so for those that don't know, this the game is actually called Eve Echoes, and it's a it's a full blown mobile game set in the Eve universe. And do we know if this actually interacts with the existing Eve universe, or is this something that's kind of its own thing? Dust did interact with the Eve universe, right? But I believe that they are kept on separate servers and kept away from each other. It's probably for the best. So. Um, it's kind of interesting to see that they went this way. Um, we put this down here um, because, you know, Eve is probably the longest running space MMO out there. Um, I can't actually even think of another one off the top of my head. Outside of Elite? Yeah. Well, I, I was I was excluding Elite because we already had talked about well, the Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, well, and, and I think I'm pretty sure Eve has been running far longer than, than Elite has. Uh, I'm pretty sure Eve has actually been running like upwards of like 12, 15 years, kind of like World of Warcraft. But yeah. Um, anyway, um, I've never been a, I've, I've never been a big thing with the, with Eve. I know people who love that game. Who think it's great. Um, good on you. I'll be I'll be checking out the Z of Echoes game. Uh, like I said, I'll probably check it out probably tonight after the show. Uh, maybe as I lay in bed or something and then end up falling asleep and crashing my ship. Do you actually control the ship or is it just like a... No, just like um, regular Eve, you kind of point and click and it goes where it's supposed to. That's kind of disappointing, but all right, whatever. All right. Hey, Jay, I, think, um, I think let's throw the ad in here. Okay. And then Shake Chat. 
and that'll yeah. break it up nicely. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, go ahead. Real quick, the little ad that we're going to hear was recommended to us by uh, Alec Turner. And uh, it's not like your typical ad with uh, where we're going to try to sell you a, a computer or something. This is something way, way cooler. So uh, and without that, here we go. A special message. Do you have what it takes to leap dance your scarab across the terrain at speeds of well over 100 meters per second? Do you understand that over the crater is the only option, no matter the size? Join the 8-wheel drive endurance championship and show the galaxy the size of your uh, boosters. Check out the Elite Racers subreddit for sign-up details and a link to the Discord. Hang on a minute. Did he say over 100 meters a second? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. How the hell do you get your... How do you... I'm going to learn how to drive, drive an SRV better. It's kind oh, of yeah. like e-balling, but in an SRV. Oh, I see. Kind of like that flying thing yep. where you... Yep. Okay, yep. I got you. Yep. I got you. All right. Uh, uh, you ready? You ready to, now? Now that we have the sounds back, are you ready for Chig Chat? I'm ready for Chig Chat. Chig, are you ready for Chig Chat? No, he's it? gone. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah, oh, go, shit, no, I go, 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 go. <laughs> okay, Chig Chat coming at you. <clears throat> Is Chig Chat? Yeah, that's a fact. It's Chig Chat. Where the cheese at? <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I did listen to the episode that I wasn't on, and um, I wasn't gonna let that go. So I went and I went and grabbed that sucker. I had this image in my head where you splashed that out and put the actual real thing there. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so God. much better this way. You know, <laughs> it came out pretty good. I think. I think you did great. <laughs> I. I don't know if we want to inc- increase listenership. I don't think any of us should be singing. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Um, it's entertaining. It's funny. But thanks. I, I love it. All right. So now, chick chat. Good God. I, I just have some nerd stuff tonight that I that I want to talk about. Uh, first, I just want to uh, I want to give a shout out. Uh, Russell Kirsch died uh, two days ago. Russell Kirsch, you ask, who the hell is that? He invented the pixel. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Oh, the whoa. pixel was invented in 1957. He uh, the first digital photo ever was a picture of his uh, uh very Don't young son. Oh, oh, never mind. Yep, it was 176 <laughs> by 176 pixels, two by two. Um, it's it's, it's just crazy to me that that was an invention. Um, wow. So I wanted to say, you know, that, that's cool. I mean, think about that. That's uh, 73 years ago. The pixel was yeah. invented. You know, uh, we've come a long freaking way. I mean, from one little two by two picture to now, you know, at 176 by 176 to now I've got a monitor that refreshes 144 times a second at 1440 by 2560. You know, it's just, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Um. But what I'm talking about tonight is I, I, I'm trying to make a decision as to what I'm going to buy because my X56, uh, the left thumb uh, analog stick died, and that's where my thrusters were hot keyed, my uh, up, down, and lateral thrusters. And, oh, my God, it was 
I, I, I'm lost without it. I rebound and everything else. But I've always said if this uh, HOTUS went, I was going to upgrade uh, to either a Verpal or a VKB. In today's situation, I don't know if I can justify spending, you know, anywhere from $700 to $1,300 to get everything I need to get one of those setups fully outfitted. Though I kind of want to do it, but then I think, oh, wait, new graphics cards are coming out. And how much are they going to cost? How much money should I But don't you already have a 10 series? I've I've got a 2080, but... but, Oh, 20 series? Yeah, I have got a RTX 2080. um, Not a super, not a... Uh, Ti just a just a run of the mill twenty eighty, um, oh, and then <laughs> I know I know right. But the new ones are coming out. But then of course Ty a few weeks ago my third monitor went. Luckily I had a an old twenty four inch sitting in the basement that still worked that I was able to fit in. So I still have three monitors. God, I've got first world problems. Um, but I, I've been thinking about replacing my main monitor, and Ty sent me a link to a, you know, what was that, an MSI 32-inch, 1440 um, monitor. It's actually a gigabyte monitor. It's a, gigabyte started making monitors recently. I don't know much about them, but the okay. reviews are really good. So Okay, so you that. wanted me to be the guinea pig. But I, I, was, I was tempted to, to jump on that wagon, you know, because I, I kind of would like to increase my monitor. And then that made me think, see, there's all these steps to get to my point, which can take a while. So just hang on here. So then I, I was thinking about my monitor. Then I thought about when we did our hardware review a while ago, and then Ty, you know, recommended, you know, a specific monitor that he liked. And that was kind of tied to the system he was putting together and where gaming currently is at. Because like a 1440, uh, you know, a 2K monitor is pretty much the sweet spot right now. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, well, if I'm thinking about getting the new graphics cards, 4K might actually be far more feasible once these 3080s hit. Mm. And we have, you know, the uh, on the 31st or the 1st, depending on what you decide to read, the announcement for uh, the new... NVIDIA card is supposed to hit. It'll be the 21-year 20, anniversary of uh, the GeForce 256, and they, they had that in the countdown 21 days when they started the countdown yeah. on the 10th, 21 years. So it's definitely you know hinting that it's tied to that, you know, and that was the first consumer graphics <laughs> card. So we've got that announcement coming out here at the end of the month. And then we should be seeing the new card anywhere from a week to a month after that, they'll be available. So I, I'm debating where I want to go, where, you know, what kind of rumors there are. And I want to know what you guys think. Was, should I be spending more on a HOTUS or try to fix this one or just suck it up? I put in a trouble ticket, but fuck, who knows how long Logitech will get back to me on that. Or should I just get a new monitor? If I get a new monitor, I'll probably wait on a graphics card, so it doesn't matter. But if I buy a new graphics card, I'm probably going to end up buying a new 4K monitor anyway. Um, And I kind of wanted to do this too, just to hear your guys' thoughts on the rumors of the new nvidia card oh and did Mm. you hear the other news completely rambling here intel you know is 
making their own graphics card. And a lot of people thought it was just going to be, you know, a, a lower end card. They announced that in 2021, they're putting out a card that will be on par with uh, the top end NVIDIA and AMD cards. And they're going to get so their hat in the ring to make it a, a you know, a three horse race to see who has the best graphic card. So that's a whole nother avenue that's that got to look at. Who knows how that's going to play out? Hopefully it's it brings prices down. <laughs> what was that? It's going to be good for the consumer. Definitely. You get another competitor in there. I mean, if they can actually pull off, you know, uh, you know, making something decent. Yeah. If, if it's true, if it's true and it's, it's actually going to happen. Um, then, well, it came then from good. them. It was their own press release. So yeah. Oh, they said, yeah, they said they wanted to be something that was competitive um, in the actual graphics market and not just like a um, GP GPU kind of, you know, like industry based yeah, thing, yeah, which is actual ray before. tracing. It's, it's going to have yeah. ray tracing. It's going to have everything. So right. could be. Um, okay. I'll, I'll, my feeling, what what should you do? If if I had a 2080, I would not be freaking out about the new series. Um, you're doing fine. Wait for them to super it or something. You know what I mean? Like like you you said, it's a it's a regular 2080. It's not even a super. Like so, wait wait for them to super it. You're you're not well, far what, enough what into do the you hole think the yet. Pri- what do you think the price point is going to be? I think the price points are going to stay the same. Um, at each time they've come out, it's it, they've gone up. So you, you take inflation into account, you know, especially yeah, recent okay. inflation. I mean, the last the twenty eighty came out at seven hundred dollars at launch. You know, just the regular twenty eighty. Yeah. Um, and the twenty or the ten eighty before that was six hundred dollars. So it was a hundred dollar bump. And the one before that, from nine eighty to ten eighty, that was almost a hundred dollar bump. So I mean, we're talking. It? Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's interesting. I guess I, I I I remember the the whole RTX thing appearing was, um, that was sort of the the cost hike, right? Like when when RTX came out, and then there was this thing where people didn't want to pay for RTX, and that's where like the sixteen sixties came from, right? It was a it was a twenty sixty with the RTX cores uh, disabled on it. Yep. For the sake of cost, um, so I I don't know I I'm not I'm not really thinking I, I don't know. I've seen no rumors that it would be price hiked. This is um, this is well let me let me let me jump in there. So number one, uh, you probably don't know this chick. I'm not sure how long you've really paid attention to prices uh, as far as video cards go. Uh, they. Every third or fourth generation, there's a price jump, and then they kind of get re-equalized, for lack of a better term. But typically, they stay they stay within about fifty to hundred hundred dollars of each other. Yeah, it goes up fifty to hundred dollars each generation. Well, that's that's for sure. I I, I actually researched it today. I went back to follow exactly how it went and and the space between launches because a lot of people thought that this launch was a lot longer gap between the previous. And this is actually shorter from the 1080 to 2080 was almost 30 months. And now the 2080 to 3080 is only going to be 24 months. So this is actually a faster, uh, you know, upgrade cycle than the last time. 
Yeah. See, it's, it's kind of been my experience, and I, ha- I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but they, um, and maybe you do, but uh, I remember back like when the 580s come out, they were like 650 or something like that. And then the six, 680s come out, they were like 700. And then the 780s come out, and they were like back down to the six, 600 or 650 mark. Um, but then you factor in inflation a little bit and, you know, all the things we've done recently in COVID-19 and all the other stuff. I have no doubt it's going to be a little little pricier. My gut, I don't care what they come out with video card-wise. The games haven't caught up. Uh Cyberpunk 2070, uh, Microsoft Flight Sim, and I know I, people are, are balking at me. I'm throwing a Flight Sim here. Microsoft Flight Sim is going to be a graphics card killer. If you don't believe me, just wait. It will. Uh, it will be. A, it will be a good benchmark tool uh, as far as performance goes. Um, it will not be the be all end all. Don't misunderstand me, but it will be one to put in the list. Um, uh, which yeah, I mean, th- this hunt. is echoing. I mean, I'm I'm saying like, you have a 2080, like you you aren't you aren't being harmed. You aren't you aren't on the edge of anything. Well, I I, I am in a bit. Even even for me, that's mm. that's bottlenecking running like the new flight sim. I won't be able to run that on 4K on a 2080. You know, and that that's that's what I'm looking at. Is you know, I'm looking to get into the 4K side of things. Mm-hmm. And some of the newer games, and I mean, right now that is still the bottleneck in running games. You know, everything on full ultra 4K is the graphics card. Now, yeah, the, the new gra- the new graphics cards will shift that bottleneck initially, probably to your a processor for sure. Um, but the new processors coming out are probably going to be there right now. Monitor technology is is ahead of what the computers can push out. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you look at the, like the next gen consoles coming out, and even them, they kind of feel like they're a little behind. Uh, but we don't, we don't really know what they're going to be able to do. They're touting 4K HDR, uh, you know, with R- with RTX and all the all the bells and the whistles, but hadn't really seen it. Well, that's uh, I don't know if you saw the news too. Uh, Xbox, there's going to be you know the Series X, but also Series S. There's going to be a a, yeah. a little bit dumbed down version of it that will run things on a little bit lower settings and not run quite as mm. fast. So yeah. Project um, Scorpio versus Project Anaconda. There's a third one that'll get released next holiday season as well. Yeah. yeah. And the, for me, for me, and maybe I'm just wrong about this, I don't quite see I I do not see upgrading yet. I just don't. Um far as video cards go. Now for you <clears throat> If you're just in a situation where you're dead set going 4K, you're 100% right, man. You can't go 4K without going to, uh, right now, a 2080 Ti, and even and then you're going to have to sacrifice yeah, something. You're going to have to turn down uh, a couple settings to get adequate frame rates on my, current my, AAA games. My advice would be go to uh, wait until they come out with, I don't know what the number is going to be, but we'll just say it's a 3080 Ti. Because typically the TI series is ends up being uh, the ridiculously uh, expensive, but uh, the bleeding edge for lack of a There's better. There's a term. lot more cores. Yeah, 
the difference between the titanium edition and like whatever the next step down rumors was. Ha- typically rumors have it that, that the TI is going to have 24 uh, gigs of VRAM. That's yeah. just yeah. insane. Oh, also, yeah. uh, and check this out. You're speaking of the 21 things. Um, I was reading... For one thing, there's a you could you could totally go nu- numerology with this. Um, you can take apart like the number of cores that is rumored to be in this flagship card, and the digits add up to twenty one and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> the twenty one or two fifty six was the number of CUDA cores in the original, or, or I, I guess it was the original um, GPU, right? The, the the very first GPU. Yeah, the GeForce two fifty six. Right. And there's, there's, anyway, there's something to do with that. Uh, but the thing that I, I actually took from that that I think might be legitimate and not just basic, uh, numerology hunting is it could be 21 series, not 30 series, which would be kind of clever, right? Yeah. Well, they've I said that, about that. that, uh, NVIDIA likes to do that once in a while, basically just to, uh, screw over the leakers. You know, they just yeah. change something like that at the last minute. Then all of a sudden, all the leakers were actually wrong. It's not that, you know, so. <laughs> Even if the, the card has the exact number exactly. of cores that they said it does. Exactly. <laughs> it but, has the weird, yeah. like, triangle design and stuff. Yes. Yeah. It does look funky, the, the leaked photos, for sure. Well, also, they're saying that they <clears throat> could have, like, week one custom cards instead of having to wait for instead of having the Founders Edition sit there for weeks or months, um, custom cards actually on the day. I would be very surprised at that because one of the main, one of the main ways that NVIDIA has been kind of pushing to make their money is off of their uh, Founders Edition cards. And that's why that they hold on to them for two or three months, uh, which is why I was about to tell you, Chig, that I think I messaged you the other day that uh, you know, buying, you know, if you're if you're really waiting for the the three thousand series or the twenty one hundred series or whatever the they're going to end up calling it, it's going to be a situation where you're going to be waiting two, three, maybe four months. Uh, I think I think they'll be out by Christmas, but I say that. But well, I think why, it's also why do you possible. think there'll be that delay? They always okay. are out within a few weeks, sometimes as little as a week after announcement. Yeah, I think they're usually close. Historically, and the, the rumor it's, it's has been, been that. that it's even closer this time. Mm, maybe my memory's failing me here, but I, I remember. We should it look being, it up. Well, I mean, the <laughs> yeah. twenty. I've got the last three series. Uh, twenty eighty was announced on August twentieth, twenty eighteen. Released on September twentieth, twenty eighteen. Ten eighty was announced on. May 6th, released May 27th, and the well, 980 on, on, series was released. What they're talking about, what they're talking about release there, that's the release for the Founders Editions. That's not released for the, for the, for the third, for the aftermarket. For the custom cards. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's, it's available. I'll, it doesn't They're matter. not. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, if you want to buy like an MSI or ASUS card, you typically got to wait two, three months after the NVIDIA release. And again, my memory may be failing me here, but there is a time delay there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a Founders Edition purchaser. Like it's a, it's a price premium for something that I, I think the custom card builders do a better job on coolers and yeah, yeah, just to, just to get the shiny thing with the name. Yeah, on but it, I, I'm I just care. going release date and the MSRP at 
that release date is what I'm quoting. So I'm going by like uh, in the third parties, they have all of their own MSRPs and the 20 series actually is, is a bit odd because that one came out and then there was all kinds of hardware delays and stuff like Mm -hmm. that uh, for third party, because that was right at the end of the, the, the bubble popping on cryptocurrency. That was also the time when the price of video cards was ridiculous. Uh, the, well, they're still ridiculous. I, I'm I'm a big believer that we'll see the price go back down with this generation because I think Nvidia sat around and realized not a lot of people are paying the, for a twelve hundred dollar video card. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't think mind they that. Realized, well, I, I I would not have the card I have if it was not given to me because. Uh, a friend owed me some stuff and he said, well, Hey, I'll give you this. I'll, I'll buy you this. And, and if we call it even I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, if I, I had I to guess, have it. I, I, I'm going to put the 3080, that, <clears throat> excuse me, the 3080 is probably going to be 800 to a thousand dollars. And the TI is going to be over a grand. See, I'm, I'm of the mindset that the TI will be eight, eight to a thousand. And then the 3080 will be six to seven. Yeah, I just I think, don't. I just don't see prices going backwards. I just I don't see that in today's environment and everything else. I don't see how they they all of a sudden release a brand new card cheaper than the last generation. The only reason why I say that is because I think that if you look at the performance of the twenty eighty super, and it's just like what is it three percent less. Like on average, three percent less than the twenty eighty Ti, but it's five hundred dollars cheaper or something like that. Four hundred dollars cheaper. I can't remember. It's like yeah, twelve hundred versus yeah. So you can, you can get super for between six and nine hundred, depending on the right. sale you find. Right. I think that they're going to look at those price points and realize because the the super well outsold the uh, the Ti, and uh, you know the Ti never quite sells as much as the other cards because of prices, but I don't know. We're speculating. Yeah, but I mean, the Supers, <laughs> God, they came out six, eight months later and, and everything else where people, you yeah. know, are, are farther into, you know, the cycle, and at that point, people are more ready for an upgrade, but also don't want to pay for, you know, six-month-old tech, you know, paying top dollar for a TI or a regular 2080. Also, something new comes out, it seems new and and yeah. and you jump on it well i well, think there were technical reasons why it was a good thing like i think they were sort of on the edge of this rtx thing and then they found ways to you know make the memory you know, the streamline the memory bus and they did you know technical things in the background to make it easier and cheaper to make these better cards so it was it was a bleeding edge tech at the time it came out and then we got this sort of spec bump for basically no price change uh, with the next generation, and now like we've got a, 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 a what do you call it? The, the, the nanometer size, you know, the diode size. Yeah, everything or, is yeah. changing. Transistor now, yes. size has shrunk significantly, and so there, you know, it's like um, when when chip manufacturers are able to shrink their their the size of their transistors, like everything changes. So we yeah. we really don't know. It, it could be that this power is actually coming without that much it cost. Yeah. And, and you know, um, one of the things that I've been, I've been seeing as well, people, you know, talking about, like you said, like the 24 gigs of Ram or the 20 gigs of Ram on it. 
man, I got like I think eleven gigs or something like that on this card mm-hmm. right now. I think I I think that I think if I fire up two instances of Call of Duty, I, I use like seven. You know, and I'm at max settings on both of them. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's uh it's great, but there's but just that's what you need up. for for four K. That you need a massive frame buffer. <sighs> yeah, I mean you're right. I didn't. Yeah, I'm only at two K. You're right. So yeah. You know, yeah. everything doubles. Every yeah. frame you're 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 rendering. Well, no, sorry, it doesn't eight. double. Eight, eight times. Eight, yeah, actually, eight times. Yeah, because <laughs> because that's the thing about this 4K versus 5K and so on. It's like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it goes the crazy. Number of pixels. Yeah, it's it's exponential because yeah. you're you're multiplying two dimensions instead of one. You know. Right. So. Anyway. Um, yeah, if if it was me, Chig, I I would not buy. I I'm not buying the 3000 series yet, unless unless I start seeing some benchmarks that really show it's going to do head and shoulders above what we have right now. I think it'll do better, but I still I think it'll be a 23 percent increase. I don't think it's going to be a this leap and bounce. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I, I hope yeah. I hope you're wrong about the price, and I hope I'm wrong about the performance <laughs> increase. I so. actually hope. <laughs> You're right about the performance. I would hate actually for it if it's a giant, giant jump. Uh, that'll yeah, that'll yeah. have that'll start forcing everybody to accelerate a bit faster because you know game developers are going to try to use every ounce of power that's there. Yeah, right. you, know gonna they, you know what they're going to be limited by though. They're going to be limited by the freaking consoles. Sorry. Oh, console they can player. always turn those settings down. Yeah, it'll just be consoles. <laughs> it'll just be looking a lot uglier. It, it's easy to like sculpt for consoles because it's just one piece of hardware. It's, that's yeah, easy so. to do. I, I, I've, you know, the, the rumors being, you know, between 30 and 40% upgrades. Um, I'm excited. I mean, I'm buying it pretty much mm-hmm. no matter what it is because I'm behind. You know, I actually yeah. need the upgrade in a big way. And I've been waiting for a long time. So I'll be pleased pretty much no matter what happens. Unless it's yeah. a massive price hike, but I'm basically going to decide whether I get a TI or just a regular 2080, depending on the price. You know, it's like whatever I've been saving money for this upgrade. So it's like wherever that number is and whatever their price point is, that's going to decide which card I buy. And I know it's going to be fine. Whichever one, it's going to run games great. Yep. You're yeah. going to be good for at least a couple of years, you know, at least. Oh, yeah. Pro- probably longer. You know, yeah. my yeah, you know, my card's two years old now. Uh, you know, just about you know November of 2018. So I'm approaching the two year mark. And yeah, I as as you mentioned, I'm in no where lacking power to run most games at 2K at 144 hertz to match my monitor. But there's no way I could do 4K at that, or even the new monitors coming out. You know, 4K 240 hertz and that kind of ridiculous shit. That's insane. It's it's yeah. mind boggling. Just just a real quick FYI, uh, none of this, none of this, uh, will fix CQC. So. <laughs> <laughs> it will if these run off a of tritium. Then then we'll be good. <laughs> so, is there more game news that we can talk about? What else so, is going on here? So this week, uh, Frontier released a uh, a cool little thing that actually shows uh, the disconnect codes, like so, like the Mob Adder and the Orange Sidewinder and the uh, both the Taupe Cobra and the Silver Fertilance. Uh, they released a list of uh, what that actually means, and um, 
what that actually means, the most of them is, is that your internet sucks. Uh, because all these codes, <laughs> I'm not kidding, all these codes cannot connect, cannot connect, cannot connect, cannot connect, cannot connect. Multi crude failed to connect, cannot connect, cannot connect, cannot connect. Silver and, and the difference is, is like match, connect. Yeah. Um, matchmaking server, server, uh, at adjudication server, transaction server. Uh, oh, that's that's the literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, it's kind of cool that they, they, they sent that out what that actually means. Uh, but yeah, that was, um, it, it was what to me, it struck me as one of those things. It was just kind of like, cool. All this means I can't connect to your stuff. So, <laughs> which we kind of knew anyway, cause it disconnects you when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like right there, I mentioned Mavadder earlier. Could not connect a matchmaking server. That's why it, I'm, it, it says that I'm connecting to, you know, uh, you know, join match. I go to join match and it won't let me connect to the server. Just fucking stupid. The, the things I find interesting here are like the error types, like the mob adders, the ed, is an ED server connection. Orange Side of Wonders, a generic error. Uh, Silver Fertilance is like a multi crew timeout. I like how they kind of, and then they actually have articles in there about how you might actually be able to help it. What's the adjudication uh, server? Uh, I just saw that. That'd be peer to peer. Yeah, the yeah, they'd be server. deciding who is it, who's right when there's a discrepancy between two computers. Ah, uh, yep, yep, gotcha. Yeah. Um, avoid intensive browser use, downloads, and streaming while ED is running. Okay. <laughs> server. There's, there goes servers? everyone's porn habits. No comment. Hey, the anyway. tube that I have open does not host porn. <laughs> but I, I like I like that you know these errors. You can see that when we're playing, there's matchmaking server, regular server, adjudication server, and a transaction server that they list there. So there's there's four servers right there that you're connecting to when you're doing shit in this game. How many do you think there are total? Other hidden ones in there? Likely. Uh, there's like a web server. Crazy. Keep that in mind. There's a web server. Uh, which I, I think the web server is the part that uh, would actually communicate with like arcs, that that portion and stuff. I don't I don't really know. I'm an IT guy and I don't know. So that makes sense. Yeah, hmm. I'm not real sure how they how they, they used do to interact with the store. So yeah, they do have some uh, articles here about uh, port forwarding, general troubleshooting and stuff. It's actually like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here kind of making fun of it a little bit, but really and truly, they do. This is actually some of the information here is actually useful for, for the people who are having genuine connectivity issues. Um, however, if you haven't had these issues before, it either A means your internet sucks, like mine sometimes, or B, uh, FDEV is having too many uh, fleet carriers in one box, in one system. So, anyway. Well, that was supposed to come out in the last patch, right? We're no longer having discrepancies in how many fleet carriers are in the system. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if they actually fixed it or they made it to where mining is so much more you can go wherever you want now uh, that they don't have the problem. I don't really know. Um, I so I did, I, I did get the tunneling that resulted in the orange sidewinder earlier tonight, um, but mm-hmm. it's, it wasn't related to fleet carriers being anywhere in particular. It was no, it just, just a seemingly random now. thing. 
Well, just your internet just sucks then. So, well, my internet is brutally fast now. I mean, whatever it happens, you know, thing, things are going to get errors once in a while. I, I I haven't experienced it not related to like the fleet carrier bug that was causing it before tonight. So I just have I have one on my record. Mm. Yeah, you know, I actually got a purple python the other day, which I had never had a purple python, um, which I thought was how funny. many That's arcs a, did that set you back? Not enough. Not enough. But anyway, uh, that's the mission failed unrecoverable error on adjudication server. Um, I had that hmm. right before we started uh, CQC the other night, and CQC failed us miserably. So anyway, not salty. Not salty. I'm really salty about that. I'm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, next You're thing on the list a here, grumpy old man. Have you noticed I'm, that? I, I'm <laughs> definitely a grumpy old man. Definitely, I am. I am. I am the silver fertilance. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am the silver fertilance. Wow. I <laughs> Episode title. Oh my god, that's it. I'm writing that down. Hold right now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Silver. <laughs> what was our next item? Discussion Lance. part two. Thargoids. Hey, you guys are into Thargoids, right? Hold on, hold Man, on, hold on. I was hoping the... so much that the Eagle Eye was gonna was gonna talk and say something new today. Now, what made you think that was gonna happen? Uh, hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. Good answer. <laughs> cool. Rumors yeah, and hearsay. So... <laughs> tell me, tell me about Thargoids, Ty. Well, we, um, okay. So we, uh, last week I started this thing where I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about what we want the three main races storyline to do in the next, uh, in, in Odyssey. Cause I, they will probably move us forward storyline wise. Um, and we've talked about it before about them, you know, uh, you go all the way back to like episode four or five where this idea popped in my head. No, it was the pilot that actually, that gave me the idea um, about, you know, the bubble being burned or the, right, right. the bubble bursting, whatever. The whole idea is that uh, Thargoids um, invade and they destroy uh, stations and planets, just kind of resetting where things are, so to speak. I still want this to happen. <laughs> Um, I don't think it will, uh, but I, I, I want it to happen um, because if it does, it's kind of resetting the clock on everything. We are, we've got the uh, fleet carriers that can kind of function as stations now. So let's, let's do it frontier. Let's, let's take <clears> out the <throat> bubble. You can leave like some of the, some of the, you know, like the key stations and stuff like that. Some of the, like the Leonard Nimoy station, leave, leave that, you know, <laughs> Uh, well, like the <laughs> Hawking move the station. starter system to somewhere else. Well, I mean, they, they could leave the starter system right there for whatever reason. The Thargoids left it alone, you know. Um, they thought those humans are too pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't think just burning the bubble, like you say, is, is wise. But I like the idea of bringing the war to the bubble, making yeah. 
uh, yeah. Thargoids a part of the whole BGS equation. So you have to defend uh-huh. your systems from the B- from Thargoids. Make friends with neighboring factions to help you defend your system to throw the Thargoids back. And if the war uh-huh. starts going bad, the bubble could eventually burn because we're not fighting them off enough. And you know, just kind of see how it goes. And you know, stations that are burning if you don't contain it they end up do getting destroyed but don't just come in and destroy the bubble just have the war come to us i'm gonna have yeah that's a nice way to do it i'm sorry Nate, but i mean it would it would definitely throw a a fun twist in there you know another i don't i don't know what system states you could come up you know there's already war but you know infestation and incursion they're already they're already in the game yeah but but more more to them you know, slimy incursion, but where where they there there's a, a a next level after that. You know, where uh, you're occupied, maybe. You know that 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 system is literally. You need to go in there with a force in order to try to take it back. <laughs> Thar- Thargoid hostage situation. <laughs> yes, it works for me, but I don't know. I that that's my thought. Rather than them just because if they just burn the bubble. All the BGS people are going to fucking lose their minds. Power play people lose their minds because all that shit's just gone. And that would just be, I don't know, truly not something that I could see them doing. And man, I I would be salty about that. Uh, but, if, mean, but if would they actually force, you know, make us start actually fighting that war. And as you said, the new player area is, is safe from that because that's where new players are. So, yeah. um, you know, there, there's that, uh, that supposed emphasis on supposed leaked image of the Thargoid rendering floating around. Um, you know, the actual Thargoid out, out of its spaceship. Right, it looks right. like it has six legs and uh, stuff like that. Do it, I mean, obviously, they're going to move the, the storyline forward with that. I say, obviously, we're, we're pretty sure they will. Um, I, I, I'm actually kind of when I first, you know, did the whole thing. I don't really want to run around and shoot thargoids. You know, I, if, if we're gonna be able to run around, I kind of like the idea of maybe there's a way we can be friendly with thargoids. Maybe there's a way we can find like a because because if you mm-hmm. that's if complicated. You just fly your, yeah, yeah. If you just want to fly your ship out right now and meet a thargoid, you can do that and. If you don't have a bunch of, if you're not carrying like uh, like meta, meta alloys. alloys, or if you don't have a lot of guardian stuff on your ship, they'll leave you alone. They'll scan you and leave you alone. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool if we had some kind of friendly interactions with them somehow. You know, like maybe I, I give them a flower and they don't eat my hand or something. I, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna <laughs> let you fuck one time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I, a lot of people have said that, especially the people that, you know, think that we are the aggressors and it's our fault, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe that team human kill all the bugs. Uh, (laughs) I, 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 I like that idea of, of, of how you, of, of becoming friends and having a diplomatic way of doing stuff. But I have no idea how you would implement that. I mean, Um, you can't talk to them per se also going to have uh chat you know dialogue and stuff or is it just you know i i don't know tell me how you make that a thing a piece of uh, a piece of equipment that that decodes their language or something i mean 
you know, whatever. You could you could do stuff like that, I guess. It would be very complicated. I think that's a big advance. Whole dances with wolves thing. You start start trying to do some Thargoid <laughs> dance to to figure out who they are. I, I don't know, man. It's it's just weird. Well, right now we don't even quite know how they even communicate. Um, we you go back to the was it the unknown artifacts that would scan your ship and then they would you know emit the sounds show, and show then picture you could, of your ship. Yeah, um, you go back to that. I kind of think it'd be cool if we had something in the game that was like, you know, a very rudimentary Thargoid translator. Maybe you could pick up some, uh, like some very rough uh, uh, Thargoid missions or something. Like, hey, you know, if 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 we're gonna trust you at all, bring me, you know, I don't know, whatever imperial green, slaves. You know, Jubs will show up and drop them everywhere. So, <laughs> oh, done deal, done deal. We're buds now. Yeah, <laughs> here's your slaves, and, and yeah, you know, just just kind of things like that. Uh, you know, um, unpaid interns. Dubs <laughs> will show up with loads and loads of slaves to feed to him. Here's a slave buffet <laughs> for you. Be my friend. Synthetic meat. But from, even from the point of view of like the three the three roles in game, you know, okay. fight. You know, just I just mentioned here in the in the codex when you look at the guardian section, uh, the war with the Thargoids, they actually mm-hmm. talk about after considerable effort they succeeded the guardians. That is after considerable effort they succeeded in acquiring sufficient understanding of the Thargoids' language language to determine that the to determine the invaders' agenda, but they were unable to convince the Thargoids they bore them no ill will, and the Thargoids were unshakable in their belief that they must repel any race that posed a potential threat. So the Guardians wow. actually learned their language enough to be able to communicate with them, and the Thargoids mm-hmm. just wanted nothing to do with it. And that that doesn't not line up with the way the Thargoids seem to basically ignore us until we started screwing with their meta-alloys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, well, exactly. So that gives you two options: you either kill them or you get the hell out of their space. Mm-hmm. Well, it is their space. They were they were there first. Yeah, the tens of thousands of years ago, or whatever, they seeded those planets, then went away, and now they came back, and now we have to leave because they came back. Screw that! They're bugs. Squash them. (laughs) (laughs) They're big bugs. Big bugs. We're going to get a bunch of adders, get out there, and pew, pew. (laughs) Would you like to know more? Uh, What else, guys? I don't know. Nothing I know about. I got got nothing. uh, We've been jibber-jabbering for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, You got down here, Chick, the Rocky Horror... Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, August 14th. Uh, what is that, 20, 35 years? 45. You're, you're good at math, 45. <laughs> 45 <laughs> years. I was, only born, I was only born four years later, so, you know. I, I, I was hard. one year old when that that came out. And I, I've, I, I only put that there because yeah, there haven't been a lot of good movie anniversaries. There's some good ones coming up. But that one, you know, is is a cult classic. I mean, there's still theaters that show that on a weekly bait. Well, not right now with lockdowns and shit. But um, <laughs> but you know, th- there's there's some theaters that you know 
still to this day show that on a weekly basis and people get in costume mm-hmm. and, and go and watch that. And I'm going to say, I don't think I've ever actually seen it, but it is, it is a cult classic. <laughs> and the fact that it's 45 freaking years old, it, you know, blows my mind. You know, I've, I've heard about this movie my entire life and somehow I've never taken the time to watch it. All right. I'm going to say it. One of the most overrated movies of all time. I hate it. I hate that movie. I don't think it's good. Right, we're not talking bad. about The Last Jedi. We're talking about Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> Most oh overrated. It's a, it's a musical. Of all it's time. a musical. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't uh, have pinned any of you guys for <clears throat> for big fans of musicals. Hey, I, I watched Hamilton. Yeah, but, you. Oh you didn't seem excited about me. it. No, no, that that. that yeah, my daughter's yeah. obsessed with it, but it's also now got her obsessed with uh, with U.S. history at that time. So she's coming to me, yeah, you, you know, talking about you know what Washington did and what you know I, everybody, you know, yeah. Paul Revere's ride, all that stuff. It's 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 good stuff. So I, I I'm really happy it got her super interested in history and and you know shit. She's 13. She's a teenager. So she's supposed to hate everything and not talk to anybody but instead she, <laughs> she's learning about history so I'm, I'm i'm proud of her uh but yeah as far as musicals go i mean i yeah not a big i mean <clears throat> greece i suppose i could i could sit down and watch that <laughs> but i mean you say it's the most overrated movie ever what, what else is on oh, that list no. what else is a massively no. overrated movie for you that Anything people just love the you Meyer? what was that what anything written by stephanie meyer well, you calling oh, your ex girlfriend yeah. out on the carpet? What's going on? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who's Stephanie Meyer? <laughs> she wrote the. Uh, uh, didn't she write the uh, the Twilight series? Yes. Oh, so oh Jesus yeah. Christ, man! She doesn't okay. have a great. She doesn't have a great mastery of the English language, or <laughs> of vampires. <laughs> I'm going to say one here. It's very controversial. You ready? Yes. <laughs> I think the Harry Potter movies are kind of garbage. Yeah. Some of the movies were okay. the The book, yeah. the books are quite good. Um, yeah. The movie, yeah. it didn't translate that well into yeah. movies. Most yeah. of them. The Ms. only Rowling movie did have a mastery of the English language. Yeah, yeah. the The only one of the movies I thought was actually pretty good was uh, uh, the Goblet of Fire. I thought the rest of them, I just, I can't stand. I hate watching them. They're boring to me. <laughs> I just, I just don't care. I mean, just, just you're not kill precisely Harry. the target audience there. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm, oh, oh, and also, as much as I love this book, the movie was movies were dog shit. And um, as good of a director as he is, I hate that this is on his record. Uh, the Hobbit movies oh, are God, dog yeah. shit. Oh, They're dog God. shit. And it's as good as the Lord of the Rings movies oh, yeah. are. But that, yeah. and then, and but then, you that know, the, your, the mistake hmm. there was making it into a trilogy. No, the mistake there was involving Legolas. It's about Everything. the Lord. <laughs> when, when we went and saw that in the theater, it was me, my wife, and my wife's friend. And, and she's the type that likes every movie. And we went and saw the first, yeah. the first one in the theater. And we came walking out, and my wife, you know, she doesn't even like to talk about movies after. She just watches it and is like, it was good or it was bad. Doesn't like to talk about it. Her friend is like, thinks she's a movie person. And she's like, she's like, oh my God, what'd you think? I said, I honestly can't believe I made it to the end. I wanted to get up and walk out. She goes, are you serious? Are you fucking with me? I said, no, that was 
terrible. And then I started explaining why I thought it was terrible. And she's like, I didn't think about that. And then we didn't see the other two in the theater. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. seen them since, but they were bad. I movies. think, um, th- yeah, I mean, Peter Jackson did a masterful job. And I think he basically just got too much money thrown at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's the thing about the movie industry is the only thing that decides whether a movie is going to get a sequel you know, it's not, does it deserve one? Is there a good story for one? Does anybody want this? It's, did it make money? Yeah. It's well, the look at only factor. Lord of the Rings was what, 16, 1800 pages of source material for three movies. And then you go, The Hobbit is 300 pages of source material for. Yes, I think. I think it's like, it's a quick read. It's like 200, yeah, 250. It's, man. it's, it's yeah. a shorter book. And they turn that into three freaking movies and just. Yeah. Bad, bad movies. I, I felt bad. Ian McKellen, you know, I felt bad for him having to play Gandalf in that movie. It was just, ugh. Well, he didn't have to play him that much. Hobbit. I mean, he's hardly in The Hobbit. Yeah. And the True. thing about The Hobbit book, it's, it's probably, in my opinion, it's the best of the four books. Like the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit, I think The Hobbit is the best book. I, I but love it's by the far Hobbit. the shittiest movies. Absolutely. It's the greatest just little story that Lord of the Rings is a, is a, is an epic tale, you know, um, right. what I hate about the Lord of the Rings books. And actually I hate about why it's hard to read Tolkien for me is he has all those songs he mixes in <laughs> and you just want to kind of <laughs> skip them, but wait, there might be something important to the story here. So then you have to read yeah. them. And they're like every 10 pages, it seems somebody's singing a fucking song. And I just, uh, that it, it made it. So I've only read uh, Lord of the Rings, the the series, one time. I've read The Hobbit, you know, a <laughs> bunch of times. But I, yeah, I, yeah, I just it's it's annoying. Back to me hating mu- musicals, full circle. Well, so yeah. so on that though, um, that's interesting because in the Lord of the Rings, he in the movies, he managed to keep it down to I think one, maybe two songs, and they were both like really appropriate mm-hmm. and well placed and well done and yes. meaningful in the in the in the motion of the movie of the screenplay exactly. and then the hobbit opens with the dwarves singing about Jesus eating or whatever Christ. i can't even remember and yeah, it was just, like i did i did kind of feel like wait what what is happening right now dude, what am this, i the scene where they're floating down a river in the barrels and they're all tossing each other the same axe and fighting all these orcs on the shore and <laughs> legolas is running on their heads and shooting them oh my yeah. god it was just fucking insulting to intelligence oh well, well, the barrel scene is right out of the book, but the way—I mean, it was there was no Legolas but hopping the, around. No, and they weren't they just escaping with the book, though. They—it was just a straight escape through the barrels. They didn't yeah. fight their way down the river. No, no. The, the modern sensibility for a high-paced action scene. Yeah, the book—it was a clever way to escape, not this. Why didn't they just fight their way out the front door if they were going to fight them all? I mean, they fought them all. It was fucking just stupid. Well, they only fought them all after talking about how secretive and quiet they needed to be so that they didn't get caught. So. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Wow. What a, yeah, good call. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I was kind of feeling like, yeah, those weren't great. No, it was pretty awful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were it bad. was pretty awful. That, you know, most movies, you know, when you're flipping through the channels, like all of a sudden you come across Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, I could sit and watch this. Or you come across Braveheart, you know, you come across even the prequel Star Wars movies. I'll even sit and watch those for a half an hour if they're on TV. The Hobbit movies, I just <laughs> click away right away. I don't even give them two minutes. So I don't have TV. What? 
Right. No, I mean I have a TV. I don't have like TV channels. I don't have like a cable. What is it? Cable. Yeah. I should get rid of it, but it's useless. Well, you have to like, watch things say... at certain times and stuff. Who does that? Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, because I've been with my mother-in-law because I'm a lame bum. Uh, my favorite cable channel is actually the Weather Channel. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> of the like, History channel, channel and Food have, Network. Of the 4,000 channels I have, I watch Channel 22. <laughs> yeah, I, I, channel 22? I, I Don't tell TV. us numbers. <laughs> I go on the TV, put a Food Network on, and scroll from there. And then usually it ends up there or History Channel. I love the Food Network, man. Fucking A, right. <laughs> This is a great said, uh, yeah, we've we we've completely gone off the rails oh, here. However, yeah, right, right. since we're off the rails and we're in the mud here, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna throw out probably my most my most controversial belief. Oh, <laughs> werewolves again? Wait, what was it? You no, believe in no, it, it's not it's not even Bigfoot. And and tracks. I'm glad you're here to defend them. Oh God, because I got to a defend feeling, Bigfoot. Oh, I, I you bring no, this up last no, week? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I didn't. I brought, I brought it to you, but I hadn't said it. And for the, for the listeners out there, I'm probably about to lose a bunch of uh, people to listen to us. I'm going to tell you who I think is the most overrated band of all time. <laughs> God, go ahead. Now I'm going to say this as a Nickelback fan. <laughs> But so your opinion immediately discredits self. Go ahead. Yep, yep, yep. I know. I'm aware. The Beatles suck ass. No, man. They wrote all the songs. (laughs) No, you're. This isn't even an opinion. You're just empirically wrong. Yeah, yeah. Just, just straight up, just wrong. (laughs) You know, like if I sit down to like listen to music, um, it's that's usually not. You know, I'm usually going to pull out something more modern, right? But right. Uh, from a musical perspective, like they invented so much of what every band or every popular, so much of popular music was was created, was paved. You know, from their uh, th- their engineers invented ways of making music. I mean, they did dumb, dumb shit like putting the drums all the way panned to one side because they like invented stereo. And they were like, "Oh, look what psychedelic crap we can do with this!" And it sounded horrible, but they were like thrilled, you know, because they could do something wild. Yeah. It's it's that uh, kind of stuff. It's Anyway, whatever. You don't have to like the Beatles, but they are not overrated. And, 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 so I have said this. <laughs> two, two, two of my best friends are in bands, all right? And they're, they're music guys. I am not a music guy, all right? I, I, when I say I like music, I, my qualifications are, does it have lyrics I can sing to in the shower? And even though you all hear, y'all heard me sing. And, yeah, you were um, great. I'll play it again. Need a webcam in the shower. <laughs> And and Whoa. Uh, no, you, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> and then, um, uh, uh, I, I, I don't play musical instruments. Music just escapes me. It is not my bag. Do you I just sing don't Nickelback it. in the shower? Is how music does you escape remind you. me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, so so for me, like like when I said this to my friends, because I, I have at the time when I said this. I was I heard like maybe three Beatles songs total. I was like, eh, I just don't like their shit. It's just not my thing. I think they suck. I think they're overrated. So it was about this time 
that uh, iTunes released the Beatles discography, you know? All yeah, because it wasn't available on iTunes for a long, long time. It's a rights issue. And not only, not only that, but you can even get it digital for a long, long time. And even finding some of their CDs were, was kind of hard to do, you know? Uh, but uh, Steve Jobs went through and, and, and got a contract with their with them and I guess uh, the the family of uh, uh, John Lennon or, or I'm not sure actually controls their rights anymore. Didn't but Michael who, Jackson yeah, it's own a, the rights to all their music at one point? Uh, at one point, it seems like so some yeah. some of it. Yeah, he, he had yeah. purchased that a good investment. So I went out and bought the entire discography and I listened to it uh, in chronological order. I listened to it all over the course of like I think like, like a weekend or something. And I walked away from it with the same mindset. Yep, completely overrated. <laughs> they come out right now. They'd be a they'd be a boy band. They'd be a, like uh, Backstreet Boys or Insane. So yeah, but go. but you can't listen to it in that context. Like it didn't come out I right guess now. Not. Uh, yeah. And you know the the other thing is, I don't like to listen to their music until you get to like uh, Eleanor Rigby. Like if you're speaking chronologically, like I don't think they figured it out until they like met Bob Dylan and he kind of like sassed them a little bit and they were like, Oh shoot, we should make music that means something. And suddenly (laughs) everything was, but they had, they still had to have their chops, you know? So like the earlier stuff is important for the sake of them just getting to where they got to. Here's my unpopular opinion of the night. I think Bob Dylan is massively overrated. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm from Minnesota, so that's where he came from. He's like a legend here. So, oh, we're gonna have to end it there. I love me some Bob D- Bob Dylan. Uh, <laughs> there we go. We're gonna have to end it there. Um, there there was one of their albums. I'm I'm looking at their uh, list right here, and there was one of their albums I actually did enjoy, and that was the the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Fucking a right. Uh, I did enjoy that because that was the was that the one I'm double checking right now uh, with a little help from my friends. That's the one I, I did. That was mm-hmm. the that album I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, so I guess I do like some Beatles. I mean, but, Hey yeah. Jude <laughs> was number one for an entire year in 1969. <laughs> I mean, they, they were. That doesn't really happen anymore. No, no, no. chance. No. Anyway. So, yeah, we're 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 done pissing everybody off. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we can find some more. <laughs> hey, Commander Hate hasn't said anything too offensive tonight. <laughs> you you care to weigh in on how much the Beatles are overrated? Uh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we're talking okay. about something and Hate goes, uh. Then I then I know we're about to get it. So okay, my my biggest thing with the Beatles is like this: they come out at a time and they're rated the way they are at a time when we had Jimi Hendrix and uh, 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 the Rolling Stones, and even for that matter, uh, early Aerosmith. And but none of those bands got banned from playing in their own country. We, we gotta, That's going to be about you it. You have the power, Ty. You have the power to end this. That's going to be about it. I'm done. <laughs> Check out our website at loosegrizzity.com. You can find all of our contact info. You're probably going to want to email me and tell me how horrible I, I am for not thinking the Beatles are the greatest band ever. Uh, so 
feel free to lose screws questions at gmail.com. You can send all your hate mail there uh, <laughs> or get on the discord. The links on our website and message me and tell me how dumb I am about the Beatles. I'm sure I will. I'll show I'm sure I will hear. It. I've heard it for 40 <laughs> years that I've had this thought that I mean, actually it's only been about 10 years or so. I've heard it once again. Good at so math. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you know, send it on. Um, All right, everybody, get on and do do the um, the one year anniversary. I wanna, yep. I wanna have. We don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but yeah, if if we each had two or three, you know, mean <laughs> tweets to read about ourselves, I'd be happy. <laughs> I would be overjoyed, especially if I think tracks has a whole bunch. <laughs> I, I don't think I've actually seen one where they actually single out tracks or or chig. But I have had seen one where they single me out, so that's fine. That's fine. Um, oh well, if I don't get be, any, I'm going to be disappointed. Were, so I'm were those it. were those two from me and tracks? I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I mean, the IP just just goes to you know just goes to the state. I, I don't know. So, you know. <laughs> awesome. No, awesome it doesn't stuff. actually doesn't I doesn't actually IP track for those that actually are sending us hate mail. Um, I have to. I do have to say this. So if you actually do like our show and you agree. If there's anybody out there who agrees with me that the Beatles are overrated, please let me know. That way, I know I'm not alone. Um, but I'm, I'm sure, sure you're not alone. I'm sure that's not the case. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, but if you do happen to like our show, please, and you're listening to this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Stuff like that actually does help us out. I was just thinking uh, there might actually be some listeners to the show who are like, "Who the fuck are the Beatles?" <laughs> we're we're God, getting we're old. Not, no, no. Is your daughter we're not who no. the Beatles are? Uh, yeah, my daughter. I'm raising my kid right. Of course she does. If you really like our show, uh, and you probably won't after I dislike the Beatles, uh, and you actually feel like typing out a little review for us, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Stuff like that actually goes a long way to help us grow the show. I am Ty Worsham. Again, get me on uh, Discord. Or you can get me on the Twitter handle at Tyrvol, T-Y-R-V-O-L. Trax is a real-life audio engineer and knows a hell of a lot more about music than I do. He has his own podcast called Tone Control. Check it out, jntrax.com. NL Hate is our squadron commander. Any last squadron orders, sir? Nope, but if they're on the Discord and they want to add me with some hate mail, I'm interested in hearing it. <laughs> Chig, um, Chig is our awesome community manager. I don't think I said that at the very beginning of the show. Chig, cheese us out. You called me awesome. Thank you. God, I'm so happy. All right, cheese of the night is mozzarella. Mozzarella, everybody knows from on pizza. That's actually a low-moisture mozzarella. You can also make fresh mozzarella. And I don't know if anybody knew this, or if everybody knew this, but it was originally made from water buffalo milk, and like actual mozzarella still is, which is strange to me. I never knew that. But go out, eat some mozzarella, just by the handful, by the block by the i don't know gallon by the Ooh, I don't melt know, it don't be a dope by the fathom i don't know how you would measure mozzarella i'm just making shit up now because we've been on the air for <laughs> way too long wait a minute so ha, stay cheesy everybody wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute where the fuck does where do the italians get water buffaloes from i don't Across know the Mediterranean? it's just apparently there's i guess it isn't that far I had, a, I had no idea that there were yeah. uh, um, Italian water buffalo. You learn something new every day. 
All right, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Good night.